OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth too. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, well, one of them is out with late shift, so we're going to go right over to Mr. Mauer. Beep you. We're real calm and short. That was like... Getting to the point. That's what it was. <laughs> it's, it's really all like I like how Beep you. to me to me you have essentially become like the adults from the peanuts. <laughs> Beep you. All right. And the other laugh you just heard Beep is you. Baby Huey. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I love that that's become a thing. <laughs> Yeah, we had to take his intro and at least make it somewhat. So we had good. to add something to it. What's going on? Otherwise, he sucks. It would just be, "Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's what? going on? How you doing?" That's how he flirts. <laughs> 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 I think I just heard baby Huey I'm taking a drink. <laughs> and Moscow's isn't much different. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, flavor. It's just a little. Just sprinkle that shit on there. Just a L- little. Listen, you got hello, 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 pretty easily. Remember, it took me like 75 issues. Yeah, but see, I loved all your, you know, that, the narcissist <laughs> in me, but I loved all your original ones. Your original ones were amazing. I'm anti-menti, reverse menti, bizarro menti. I was like, I was amazed you thought of a new one every time. It was a while. <laughs> that one, and then, uh, and then for the longest time now, since we're going down memory lane, uh, when I was like, you're the, uh, what you do, you're the baseball bat, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're the Lucille to my, um, oh, I can't think of his oh, name. Oh, yeah, I remember all those. You used to think of like, <laughs> the, new intros for yeah. that. The pizza to my turtles and the shredder to my splinter. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, welcome to the Wednesday show. If you're new around here, that's where we talk about uh, the news. The news. What the hell was that? It's the news. <laughs> I don't even want to address what just happened. News. I'm, for, the, for anyone listening, I'm sorry. Yeah, Features is out with Late Shift again. That's, Those two. I know. I mean... I mean Attached at the hip. Need to put a ring on it already. I know. I think just get it over with, man. <laughs> um, anywho, so we got a lot of things to talk about for our comic related current events. Comic related current events. Comic related current events. Comic related current events. Comic. I just, I like, what? I like what? how it's just a fight to go. Somebody goes comic, and everyone's like, oh shit, events. <laughs> who's, who's next? <laughs> anyway, uh, we got plenty of things to talk about. Like Thor, <laughs> Thor made it out ahead of Captain Marvel. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, Tom McFarlane isn't writing Spawn. Oh, come on. Right now. Right now? Come on. And Bill Finger and Bob Kane may not be the only creators of Batman. (laughs) These are so bad. Like, the first one, uh, but the other two, (laughs) (laughs) like, when we get to these actual stories, everybody's going to roll their eyes simultaneously. (laughs) We really got this covered, man. Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. All right. Let's just, just jump into it. Let's jump into it. You know, I'm going to start off with this one because it would be just weird you talking about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yes. 
Um, so the rise of comic book piracy is a real problem. <laughs> What's wrong? You killed Menti. <laughs> Menti can't speak. Um, so Jim Zub, who writes for Marvel and IDW, tweeted Swallow that Menti. 20 times as many people read comics illegally than who pay for digital or physical works. Okay. What are your thoughts on this, Menti? So first off, I just learned that if I've got a mouth, like I can't say mouthful of monster, that's fair. Mouthful mm. of energy drink. If I've got a mouthful of energy drink and you make me laugh, I sound like Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> I started making myself laugh again. I'm like, oh my God, I sound just like, okay. Um, oh, wow, that made me cry. You want uh, me to restate what I just said? Yeah, so about piracy. Yeah. So Jim Zub. Who writes for Marvel and IDW said there's 20 times more people reading comics illegally than what pay for them. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's talk. Your about thoughts? That. Yeah. Sure. So first off, the reason why they're joking is that I have illegally downloaded a lot of things in my time, uh, <laughs> and recently I no longer have been doing that, and it's cost me a lot of money. But I feel like I've owed it, so <laughs> I'm making up for it. <laughs> what made you want to start paying for them? Uh, well, no, I, comics were different. Because comics, there was always the collector side of me. So comics, comics changed things a little bit. With comics, I did things where I would read online, like they're talking about. And then I, once a big issue would happen, or because even before we did this show, I was always kind of looking into these things anyway. If I knew a big issue was coming, I would pay for that. So I could not follow every single storyline I ever wanted to because it just cost way too much. You know what I mean? I mean, look, it's just follow, trying to follow a Spider-Man story, like, like into the Spider-Verse. When that came out. Listen. Spider-Verse came out. You needed to read like I don't want to hear anything until you become a toy collector. All no, right? I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Never going to happen. Nope. I collect props. That's it. That's halfway there. Yeah. Nope. That's it. That's where Another we're going to Another year, he's gl- I collect props and pops. Oh, I got pops. We got pops. But the pops, that was a different story. The pops, the, the props. The, the beeps, the beeps, <laughs> and the creeps. Um, uh, anyway, point is, is that... It became a way for me to continually read all the stories that I wanted to while still contributing when those major issues came out about things that I cared about. So sometimes I would buy a book just because I thought it was interesting for me. It's just something it, it, it meant something to me that I but actually wanted to But without giving it. them a stream of money, that book gets canceled. Sure. And then you don't get those stories anymore. Thanks, Menti. Yeah, it's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and the 20 times the amount of people that are actually reading comics. And he goes, well, on all to- I know, I'll, so I got one question. Where are you going? <laughs> like, there's nowhere to go anymore. Like wherever you're finding these from, where I used to go. And, we're, and by the way, we're talking years and years and years ago. But um, where I used to go doesn't exist anymore. So I'm not quite <laughs> sure where you're going <laughs> to pull this off. And a lot of people talked uh, when they were doing online comics and, you know, Reddit would like re put their comic out. And the guy was like, I put it out for free. All they were doing was stealing my clicks. So I couldn't even afford to put it out for free on my own website. Uh, So listen, if you're reading something, try and give them some money. If you like the indie books, it's even more important to buy multiple copies of that if they do alternate covers. Because some of these guys, each cover they release is the only way they're able to raise enough money to put out the next issue. Um, it's getting bad, though. Uh, there's people out that I work with that are like, eh, I'm just going to download it and read it. It's too expensive to buy all the comics. It is too expensive. Like if, if, you are, if you're a comic fan and try, like, I remember when Rebirth came out. Remember how rough Ooh. Rebirth, when that came out, how, how much that hurt your wallet? 
and I was unemployed at the time, and I was still trying to. Yeah, and that, like that was that was rough if you wanted to keep to everything. So you literally had to. It was like choosing between. Well, no, it's nothing like choosing between your children. That's a bit too much. Listen, one of those kids got to go. <laughs> Cut them. Get them yeah, rid of them. But that. But honestly, Listen, put like, them up for, for adoption. Example, make some money off them. Rebirth, Green Lantern Rebirth. Right. Right. Not Green Lantern. Not Green Arrow Rebirth. It was I good. liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. It was really good. Had. Uh, well, at that time I was buying everything, but that would have been something I cut. Really? Yeah. I wasn't a big Green Arrow fan. Blasphemy. But that's true. But, that, but see, that was what I mean is it was, it's really hard to try and keep up on everything because it, you're right. A couple books, not that expensive. But there are people that they love the books and it's only a couple and they still don't pay for that's it. That's a different story. That's a different story. Like, I like, feel you should have to buy at least 10 books a month. I was easily still spending 10. like $50 a week. Like I was still even the yeah. amount of even the amount of piracy like, involved. I was like still eight spending to ten a lot books of money. a week. Like I've got my weekly budget down to like twenty twenty five bucks a week. And that's what five comics, three to four. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say. Sometimes. So I look. I understand both sides of this because if you're if you're a kid who doesn't have a lot of money, right, and then and you found a and you're really into this stuff and you just really wish you could read more, and then you found a way to do it. Well, now it's really hard to just turn that off. There's a way to pay them and do it legally by doing Comics Unlimited and paying that one monthly fee. You're a few months behind, sure. but you're doing it. Or do what I do with the Comicsology and just buy them when they have their sales every few months. Every It rotates through and you buy like 20 trades for 50 bucks. But this is why hmm. you had a lot of people who were into a character or a story and not in comics as a whole. Right. This is why you had people who knew a lot about Batman, but that was it. Right. All I'm going to say, and we talked about this, this could be a whole topic show. It could be, absolutely. Um, if you're listening to this because you have a passion for comics and you are illegally reading your favorite comic, you might want to consider at least paying for that. You should, absolutely. If you're reading any indie book that's not getting put out by, if you don't give them money, you're just a terrible person. Mind you, when I, wa- when I was pirating... I still spent a lot of money on comics. Did you really? <laughs> oh yeah. my god! You kidding me? <laughs> I don't know if you've seen my comic. Room. I don't know when I first <laughs> met you versus a year after that. There's no, a difference. Even when you first met me, I was still reading a lot. I was still buying a lot. All right, like for talk- example, all of The Walking Dead. I didn't buy every issue. I bought a lot of them, <laughs> but I didn't buy every issue. You bought the big ones. Exactly. All right. Let's talk about Venom. Venom doesn't wear Venom. Denim. 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 Venom. <laughs> Venom doesn't wear Venom. No. Nope. That's a really boring book. <laughs> Not it's called anymore. the Eddie book. <laughs> Eddie. That he gets the Joker treatment. Brock um, by the brook. <laughs> oh my God. So Steep we in thought. We get the end of Carnage. For We're now. finally getting to the end of the storyline. Absolute Carnage. Absolute Carnage. A few things happen. One, the maker. And who's that? Uh, that is the evil Reed Richards from the Ultimate uh, Universe. One of the few remnants there. Uh, Venom assembled a group of people to go against Carnage. The Maker was one of them. The Maker was trying to collect, uh, collect all the Codex to make a portal. The Codex, for anybody not reading that book, is the remnants of the symbiote left over in your DNA. Yeah, right? but, mm-hmm. so it's not part of the symbiote. It's just part of you. Part of you. Part, it changes Residual your DNA. Leftover. Residual. Residual. Ew. Ew. Um, I feel like sticky. I feel like we didn't do that right. I feel like we were trying. E- yeah, I feel like we were trying to do a, an Ernest earnest right P. there. Ernest <laughs> You know what I mean, Burn? <laughs> um, so he collected all of them. He goes to form a new Ven- Venom symbiote. He then kills Carnage. Mm-hmm. 
aside, Carnage at that point releases or combines all the rest of the symbiotes in the entire planet, which awaken Null. By the way, spoiler alert. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it was three weeks ago. Um, so we have Null with an army of symbiotes heading through the solar systems coming at us. Um, but the maker was pissed off. When he was trying to open a portal, one thing did come through. And what came through? The Venom symbiote from the Ultimate Universe. Now, that does two things. One, it tells you there's still things from the Ultimate Universe floating around out there. Well, we, we also know the Ultimate Universe is around exists. thanks to Spider-Man Spider Man 2. Remember, they all show up at the end and they never explain it? Like that was, Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, where'd they go? Brian's like, I got this covered and I'm going to go to Superman. Yeah, yeah. Gotta go. Um, but also, the maker realizes that the symbiotes uh, can cross dimensions. So he's going to try and use that to get there. What do you think his reasoning is for wanting to get back to the Ultimate Universe? I always feel like... Homesick? Oh, who, what? The maker? Yeah, why do you think he's getting back there? Um, homesick? That's good. I'm saying he's homesick. Recipe book. Recipe book. Recipe. Family album. <laughs> you know? No. You know why he wants to get there? So he can be a part of the Council of Reeds. Wait. Wait, what? Like, <laughs> like the, that Council that of Reeds? That Council like of Reeds. The, the Hickman Council yeah, of Reeds? You can't be a member if you don't have your own universe. This is the dumbest thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> wait, wait a second. So what, I mean... He wants to be a First part. off, he's been talking with them this the whole time. I, th I find it funny that it's, you can't, it's not just being a Reed Richards to be a part of the Council of Reeds. You also need to have a home. So that means that he showed up and they were like, wait a second, what's your P.O. box? <laughs> what's your address, buddy? And they were like, none. And you were like, sorry, you're not a real Richards. <laughs> well, I'm from there, but I'm stuck here. Just Get out take, of here, Reed. Just take over the Council of Wells. But you now wow. have... Wow. <laughs> You now have the maker who this whole time has been talking with the Council of Reeds. But here's the, I mean, I mean, it's the Council of Reeds. Even if he joined the Council of Reeds, what would that do? Nothing Aren't they evil? No. No. Well, eh. uh, they, I mean, that they much did, logic kind of makes did, you evil. They did lobotomize a whole bunch of dooms. <laughs> there was reasons for it. Yeah. They're evil. They, I mean, they're, uh, mm, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say they're, they're, they're Illuminati-esque. Okay. okay. Right. They're 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 not good by any means, but they have good intentions. All right. All right. Do, do you think the maker's trying to get into the council to take it over? Probably. But yeah. there's still, it's still a crap ton of reeds. Like yeah. these aren't regular. These, this is not like <laughs> a bunch of just nerdy dudes sitting in a room. These are all versions of reed throughout the multiverse. Meaning that like a human torch reed, a Hulk reed. I mean, there's so many different reeds. Well, it's not all the, the best reeds. I don't think the yeah, right. It's all the reeds that ask the question of everything. If you try to solve the question of everything, then you could get into the council. And I apparently have a P.O. box. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the Venom Island event coming up, which I'm sure has to play into is Null. Like, is it like Spider Island where everyone becomes symbiotes then? I think it's actually an island. I think this is going to be where we get Null landing and forming, and I think Null's going to be a big thing on Earth. Well, yeah, that dude decapitated a celestial in one shot. Like he just. Did. Jumped up and was like, nope. No <laughs> he Captain Marveled him. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> is that a good segue? No? See, yeah, it's a good segue. <laughs> Moving on to our next piece of news. That's a good segue. This is, I don't, I don't know how to feel about this news. I mean, it's, it's good news. Kind of, I, although I kind of. Thor's dead. Like, yeah, apparently not. Got no oh, head. He, he ain't dead. Wow, let's keep going. Bars. <laughs> In a casket formed bed. Wow. You heard what he said. Painted, <laughs> painted red. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, Thor's 
So cousin Ned. Apparently, Donny Cates is good. <laughs> cousin Ned. That's what I said. You just you, you, stop. You, you bit my rhyme. <laughs> You're a biter. Um, wow. Nope. <laughs> nope. The, the influx of jokes that just hit me actually knocked me back. Anyway, um, Thor. For anybody who remembers our last show, our last news show, we talked about Thor losing his head. Right. Mm-hmm. Somehow, Dark Captain Marvel took his head it's from that comic you read. Can't can't really wrap my mind around how this is possible because he she didn't kill him. He ain't dead. I mean, definitely held up his head. That wasn't his head. It was definitely a a head of Thor. It was an L and D. Some regard. Anyway, Thor's Thor was she was holding Thor's head. (laughs) Pretty much what I'm trying to get at here. And then so Donny Cates is not going to be writing uh, the new Thor run. Who? Uh, Donny Cates, uh, also known for Guardians of the Galaxy, also known for Ultimate or excuse me. Absolute Carnage, also known for the Thanos uh, solo story for a while, also known for Cosmic Ghost Rider. Uh, what am I missing? I feel like I'm missing one. Mm. Is that everything? I feel like I'm missing something. I lost you. He's been- <laughs> trying to think of words that rhyme with red. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so Donny Cates was saying that if you're unaware, Thor lost his arm a while back. Um, that was with the Beyonders? That was the beginning of um, he, Unworthy Thor. Because he lost it. Well, even before, didn't he lose that when he was with Hyperion? And they were taking on uh, the Army of the Beyonders? I think that was the Beyonders. I think that was before Battleworld. It was before Battleworld. And so he was still, unworthy, were, he was still they, unworthy Thor at that time. They were both like, uh, you know, I'll see you on the other side and I'll race you there. And they both just go flying at him. And then both Hyperion, that was like one of the coolest ways a character has died. Now he, he lost, I, I don't know exactly what story it was, but it, he lost his arm right after uh, Original Sin. Yeah, I think that was, I think that was so, moving into what we're talking about. I think yeah. that goes into the incursion. Right, so he lost his arm. Anyway, he gets his arm replaced with, uh, with the, the, the destroyer's destroyer. arm, which is why he's got that one cool arm with like the spikes on it and stuff. Well, apparently he's going to get his arm back in a new costume. Yeah. And maybe his head back. <laughs> All right. So I'm not quite sure how this fits. The, the new costume is going to come very organically out of the events of issue one. You'll understand it when you read it. No shit. That, those were Donny Cates' words. <laughs> just, if we didn't understand reading. it when we read it, it'd probably suck. All right, moving on. Let's talk about Shazam. Yeah. So Shazam, um, spoiler alert for what? Issue eight, I believe. Shazam number eight. So um, not too long ago. A couple months ago, a galaxy at this point. far, far Actually, probably away. a little bit more than a couple months ago. Anyway, uh, Shazam's dad is back. Seven so years ago, CC CC um, uh, Bastion, CC B Sabolski, CB Sabolski. No, no, CC 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 Deville Batson. Why is that so hard to say? So Billy Batson's dad, CC Batson. There you go. CC Batson uh, shows up out of nowhere. Apparently, he was in prison uh, for committing a bank robbery for ten years, uh, and he finally got out. And he wants to kind of rekindle things with Billy. Um, and for anybody unaware, kind of cool little factoid: the face of Shazam was so when Billy says Shazam and turns into the Captain Marvel, quote unquote. Um, that face is the face of what he believes his father would look like. Shazam, really? Yeah, that's the face of what he believed his father. Zachary should. Levi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, that's kind of dorky. Um, but <laughs> this has Shazam's dad fighting the seven deadly sins. Plus I think mastermind is there and I believe Dr. Savannah is there, but anyway, yes. it's the seven deadly sins. They uh, they throw him off a building. He's fallen to his death and Billy 
gives that seventh seat, that open seat in the uh, Rock of Eternity, gives it to his father, allows him to say Shazam, giving him his powers. And we got a new Shazam, an adult Shazam. The last adult Shazam we got, you know, kind of took over things. What, so we'll see how this goes. What happened to Black name? Adam? Uh, Black Adam's still around. It's Black Adam, man. So how do you have somebody take his seat? He's not there, dude. He hasn't been there in Yeah, a but time. when you take the seat, it doesn't just go away? No, apparently not, because this isn't even the same color scheme. So you have Black Adam. <laughs> so they all get their individual colors. Right, right. Like the Power Rangers. <laughs> Very much like the yeah. Power Rangers. So each one, that's why you, if anybody saw the movie, it's probably the Who's easiest the way one? to remember this. Actually, there is no pink one. There's two red. There's two red. Should, there should be pink. Uh, it's it's um, Mary Marvel. Mary Marvel. But Mary Marvel and um, Freddie Freeman, they go way back before the whole Shazam family. Like there was a Shazam family, Captain Marvel Jr. and Miss Marvel, but that was way different than this and family now, we have now. Yeah. I don't think I I'm, I'm should be going on this long about this part of it, so I'm going to speed up a little <laughs> bit here. Um, <laughs> all of them get a different color. Uh, Billy's dad is now yellow, but what freaked everybody out is Billy's dad's costume is the reverse of Billy's costume, which... If he's got a red is, lightning bolt. Yeah, so he's got a red lightning bolt with a yellow trim and a yellow suit, uh, which if we all remember the Flash, the man in the <laughs> yellow suit, or uh, Sinestro... Um, <laughs> Anyway, you cut it. Usually, yellow and looking exactly like the character is bad. So yellow bad. We don't really know where this is going, <laughs> uh, but what we do know is that Billy's dad is has the power of Shazam and could, Shazam. And the the thought is the rumor is that he, well, not even a rumor, but the thought is that he could turn into Billy's next Black Adam. I think it, which would be kind of cool because of Billy's. And then what if Black Adam comes to save him and that messes with his head? You just you just want to see Black Adam again. You don't really care about anything yeah. that I just said. You just want to fit the rock in there as much as you can. Not the rock. He and I aren't friends. You're not friends with the rock? No. What, you, what, what when were you, you friends? Yeah, no. <laughs> Why were you here if you were friends with Wayne? <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm not a rock fan. The rock is a Did you not like what he was cooking? <laughs> I did not like what he was cooking, but I do like Black Adam because it was always a cool character. It smell? <laughs> <laughs> What kind of laugh was that? <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk TV. All right. So, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Let's talk about Brandon Roth because apparently everybody else is. <laughs> so, Brandon Roth, as we know, is going to be the um, older Superman. He's going to be the Earth 2 Superman. Um, that that's the Crisis or uh, the Alex Ross Kingdom Come Superman. I guess is that the same? That's Earth 2 Superman. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know what Earth he's coming but from. But isn't Earth Two Superman Kingdom Come Superman? Because uh, that's the golden age, or the golden age of comics. That was supposed to be what they were, right? Yes, but in the CW Arrowverse, Earth Two is not lined up with the Earth Two of the comics. I don't think. Why right. is it not? We've never met a Superman from there. And that's where that's that's where um, hmm. that's where Jay Garrick's from. Hmm. So why not? We don't know. All right, well, I guess we'll find out. And by the way. I'm not going to do too much into Crisis on Infinite Earths because, spoiler alert, that's Saturday's show. So we're going to be talking a lot about that in a little bit. So uh, anyway, Brandon Roth, everyone keeps talking about how cool it is to see him back in the costume, seeing him as Superman again, which I thought he was a good Superman. It's, I mean, he played just played Christopher Reeves. Right. It was just more of an homage to Christopher Reeves. But apparently him going from, uh, uh, what's his name, Ray Palmer, so and then the flipping Adam. over to uh, Superman was, was fun to watch. So. I was going to say, do you think Ray Palmer is going to die? Well, he's leaving. Ray so. Palmer, didn't Ray Palmer already leave? No. Isn't he already out of... I mean, look, I stopped watching Legends a long time ago. Season hasn't started yet for Legends. 
so is he only in a couple episodes? He's only gonna be in a couple. So, yeah, a couple episodes, I believe. I don't think they're gonna kill him because I know aren't they replacing him? Like, isn't because yes, Ray has? They're, they're bringing in the the but, second the second Adam who was premiering in Crisis. Gotcha. Listen, nothing against Brandon Roth. Actually, a lot against him. His Superman sucked in the movies. I thought his Superman wow. was fine. Um, unfortunately, you know that when he takes the plane and, and puts it into the middle of the baseball field, he says it's still safe, safest way to fly. That was so Christopher Reeves. Like, right, you, but you know who I want to see do Christopher Reeves Superman? Christopher Reeves, and yeah, I have enough of those movies. But Christopher Reeves became the quintessential Superman for the longest time. Like that's I, a, we when you were like it's still to this day where people say Michael Keaton is Batman. Like you, but I don't want to see another actor pretend to be that actor pretending to be Superman. See, I thought he did a good job of it, <laughs> and he, did he didn't look like Superman. Yeah, I, mean, I thought he did, kinda. Um, I don't know. Unfortunately, he had the curl. He looks like Superman now. Unfortunately, Baby Huey's Smallville guy looks like he would be a better Superman than Tom Welling is huge now. He was scrawny in Smallville and he bulked up big time now. Yeah, nothing else going on. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> what else is he doing? Lucifer. Well, he was doing Lucifer. Was he lifting in between sets? Uh, he was pretty jacked on Lucifer, too. Yeah. Sets in between sets? Oh. Hey. So, yeah, everybody was. <laughs> Uh, both Dave Ramsey and uh, Carlos Valdez said it was awesome seeing him switch between the characters and they couldn't stop staring. All right, whatever. We're done. Let's move on. Let's, <laughs> so, real quick, Titan season finale. Womp, womp. Oh my God, was it awful. I heard Batman just watches everything from a screen and then presses a button to stop things. Yes. It's, dude, not even, I don't want to spoil too much of it for anybody who hasn't had because it's so, still so new, but Oh, Batman wins whole, by pressing a button. Whole season was great, except for the first and the last episode. I think you said said it earlier. You thought they weren't sure if they were going to get another season, it, and they rushed and combined it stuff. It feels like they had no idea whether or not things were going to get picked up again. It feels like certain people wanted out of their contract without me saying any names. Certain people they were just like last minute, like, "All right, you're dead. We're going to move on." Yeah, I mean, it's it felt so weird. Deathstroke. Did not feel like Deathstroke the whole season. He did. He felt like such a great Deathstroke. Then all of a sudden, it comes down to that final showdown. And you're like, really? Which was in the first what ten minutes of the show? Fifteen episode? minutes. He's gone, and it's like, well, hold on. I don't think. He, I don't think <laughs> Deathstroke he, the Terminator. I don't think he's he's done with the show. Oh, I hope I not. think he'll be. Back. I hope not because that was pitiful. All right, Harley Quinn's show. I really liked it. I did. Maybe Huey hated it. I really liked. I'll it. I'll watch it tonight. I. You're gonna hate it. You don't like that kind of humor. It's like South Park humor. Like okay. every, every fifth word was a curse. Like they were cursing just to curse. I just don't like that. Yeah, she but there was, there was still, there's, you say that like there was no other funny parts to it. Like, yeah, there's a lot of cursing, but there's and also I, a lot of humor in it. There was like some a whole humor. lot of humor. I thought a lot, a lot of it did fall flat. To I me. love the, I love the dichotomy between Joker and Harley. I think they do a really great job of showing that relationship and how messed up it is. And Would have been better with better voice actors. I, I think, um, I, yeah, for me, I lost it with the voice acting. The voice, I actually really like the voice acting. I, I think I really would have liked to hear her try to do traditional Harley, but also I go back to the Margot Robbie thing where when she kind of did it and then turned it off for a while and then turned it on every once in a while and turned it off. I don't know if I could deal with that voice constantly. I don't know. They did a whole Batman Harley Quinn movie. Right. But this is also a show and it's going to be continual. And if it goes long, it's, you're going you're gonna to be hearing that same thing. Over and over and over. So really, this is just Penny who curses. Yeah, I, really I, I think for me, like for Harley, because I, I like she, I love Tara Strong doing the voice, mm -hmm. and I think that's where I, I was. But she's also a supporting character, not a lead character at that point. So it's like Coulson to me. Coulson's great. 
in short in, bursts. But the moment he's leading, you're like, mm, mm. all right, I'll watch that. I'll give you my opinion next week. Um, hated it. <laughs> Moon Knight it is turning the tables on Jack Russell. Wait, what? Werewolf by Night. Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. Jack- so uh, all Oof. the rumors are pointing to Jack Russell, the Werewolf by Night. Making his first MCU appearance in the Moon Knight show. Can we just stop for a second and acknowledge no. the fact that Baby Huey just barked? <laughs> can uh, we? Can we? Let's, I mean, let's let's not. Let's not. It was it was like a neutered DMX. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No. Sorry, you're not bringing you're not bringing it around now. No. Nah. Um. <laughs> this is fun because Moon Knight made his first appearance in the Werewolf by no- Werewolf by Night comic, and now Werewolf by Night making its debut in. Moon Knight's show is going to be a cool fan homage. I love when you say titles really fast and they just become one. Blah, 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 blah. But night. Yep. But night. Um, what Benight. else do we got to get through? Oh, V-Wars. So today is Wednesday. So tomorrow is the 5th. And mm-hmm. that should be the debut of V-Wars on Netflix. Baby Huey Huey that up. Um, there was just an interview with Ian Summerholder talking about the elephant in the room, how he is now in another vampire show. And he flat out said, he's like, listen, my agent came to me and I was like, I can't just keep doing vampire stuff. He's like, but then I read the script and I read the book and I had to do it. Um, this is a new take on vampires. We've talked to Jonathan Mayberry before about it. We're talking to him again next week after we've seen this. Ian's super sto- uh, stoked about the show and he can't wait to do more seasons of it. So. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I mean, I'm a little biased after talking to Jonathan about it, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think we're all a little. Uh, but I, I'm excited for it. Uh, yeah, it is December 5th, uh, Thursday. Got it right. Tomorrow. All right. So we should be getting a Wonder Woman trailer pretty soon. Uh, no, Sunday. 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 So after you listen to our crisis episode, then you can wake up and watch, <laughs> uh, watch some Wonder Woman totally outrageous. Jen is her name? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Totally, was, totally I, outrageous. I was making a joke, but you keep it going. <laughs> That's where I was, I was done with that. Were you? Yeah. Because you're still going. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Because that's really Let's nothing talk about, about Tom that. King. Oh, I love Tom King. So he actually makes a really good point. He can tweeted. You, can you just say who he is real quick for anybody? Who Tom King know. is a Batman writer. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Listen, that's all he has to do. What Hero, else? Heroes in Crisis. Listen, it's still a Batman book. Vision. That wasn't that Batman yeah. book. That was a Wally book. That was a Batman book. Heroes in Crisis. Yeah, Heroes was, in Crisis wasn't a Batman book. Was it? Was your favorite Speedsters book? Wally was in jail and dead. Didn't he kill everybody? Yeah, <laughs> at the end. Yeah, but that. Um, yeah, that wasn't how it all worked out. But so it wasn't. I wouldn't even call it a Wally book. I mean, Booster Gold played a big role in that book. Well, here's the deal with Tom King. Right. The reason why I'm saying he's a Batman writer is because he put a point out there that there should be more people than just the original creators that get credit for that character. And what he means by that is when we think of Batman right now, Batman would not be what we think if it was just the Bob Kane and Bill Finger run. True. It would be completely different. It wouldn't be Batman without Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams, without Frank Miller, without even freaking uh, Todd McFarlane. Everyone that put their own spin on it. So all these guys, Tom King, that added to the mythos of it, he feels that pe- they should be then added to the list of creators. Okay. I think that's... I don't disagree at all. I mean, 
these characters are defined by, but like for Deadpool is a prime example. What we know and love about Deadpool, although started with Liefeld, was not created by Liefeld. Well, and it's actually already happened. Uh, Jamie Delano and John Ridgway were given credit for Constantine after their work later on on Hellblazer. Mm. Um, the second artist for Dread was is considered one of the creators of him. This is a president that had been set, but with a character like Batman, how do you pick? Well, I think I think it depends on the length of your run and how how uh, the story how right how influential the story is to the rest of the lore. Because for like me, Jeff story, Loeb and Tim Sale, they should get as long as their story changes the lore for years to come. So if you make a change that was okayed by the company that everything has to now go around, you should get some kind of creator credit because you're now, everything from now on as seen by that character is going to be changed because of your lens. And even when it completely agree, it goes forward and back. Like we got a dark gritty Batman for a while after Miller. And then it came a little lighter again and then it went back, but we still that dark grittiness that we think of is Frank Miller. Right. It's part of Batman. I think Tom Frank Miller daredevil. Right. So I think we should look into this a little bit more and maybe have a whole show talking about characters and their, yeah, their like arcs over time. Alan, Alan Moore for the Joker. True. Ooh, go on. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't there when he was born, but we all still think to that as the actual origin. So. Artists who put a stamp on, on characters. So let's get to the elephant in the room. Todd McFarlane <laughs> is no longer writing Spawn. Dude, really? Dude. He's not. You know, he's what? He's got someone. He's not he's, writing. He's got it. someone rewriting and checking it over. <laughs> he's got. He's. He's definitely. He's got someone doing an editing pass. Is what he's got. So here's the this thing. Is, this is it. <laughs> he won't give the name of who's doing this. He just said there's somebody polishing up the script and making it work a little bit better. Then they're going to go back and forth and and nail the thing down. He says this movie is going to be made. He doesn't care if he goes to Hollywood after the script's written to get Hollywood to make it. Or maybe he'll just make the movie, beg, borrow, and steal the money to get it made and then take a finished product to Hollywood. He told us that in New York he would do that. Um, so, But he said that this, this movie is going to get made. And now that he has another writer-director looking at his first-time script, I feel a little bit better. <laughs> I, got, I got to admit, there's somebody else putting uh, you know, eyes on this before it goes to production. Um, they also talked about this interview, and it was Be Terrific that interviewed him. Um, really, really. <laughs> he talked about how hard it is right now shopping this with actors already attached without a studio because of the politics of studios and what actors they're going to want attached. So with him coming with a script and actors attached, you would think that would make it easier too, but it's going to make it harder. But Weird. he says it's getting made as long as it gets made. I just want to see this movie but, just at this point. The hype's been, it's been going on for this too movie, long. No matter how good it is, we're going to be like, eh. <laughs> Look, as long as it stays to early spawn and doesn't try and capture that all like the later lore, I'm good. I think at the end, you just see spawn through the ages fly by. No. Uh, no. You gotta no. I would, it'd be really cool if they just kind of like tease the medieval spawn. And like, and we just get a medieval spawn movie. You just see like, like an It'd be kind of cool that if we didn't get any spawn like, like um, franchise, but instead we got single stories from the different versions of Spawn. That's perfect. wouldn't that be kind of cool? Tales from the Spawn side. I mean, okay, I think we well. can do a better name, but I like the idea. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, 
Menti, do that thing. <laughs> I love, wow. I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> you can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online at Welcome to Fireside on your social media. <laughs> Of choice. I really hope you go back woof. and listen to a bunch of these so some of these jokes make sense. Um, woof, woof. <laughs> bow wow. Please stop. It's a little bow wow. Knock it off over there. Um, welcome to fireside.com is the easiest place to go. We're still looking drinking. for writers. So if it's something that you're interested in, you want to flex some of those, uh, those creative muscles, let us know. Um, but once again, uh, we appreciate all the support we've ever been given and all the continued support from our firesiders. We love you very much. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the comments, the likes, the shares. It all goes a long way. Yeah, you guys are all right. Wow. I'm Menti. Um, baby Huey. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Right now, I'm reading tons of submitted letters and stuff for our writers, <laughs> and uh, my eyes hurt, but I appreciate it because we've had lots of content to go through, and it's going to make our page and our content for our listeners much better. A lot of fun things in the works. Yeah, a lot of, lot of fun things. A lot of things. Some of this stuff, probably not for a long time, but it's in the works. <laughs> Some of this will be soon. Some of it will when be When like, we look back in time we? in the future... And go, you guys don't realize, but that thing right there was started 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Dude, you have no idea. <laughs> no idea. All right. Deuces. We Ex really got this covered. Excelsior. <laughs> Beep you, Menti. Dot com. So what I'm going to start doing now with my, like, if I get out a resume. <laughs> I'm just going to put that as my website. <laughs> Just go to BeefUmenti.com. Yeah, you got it. Everything you need is there. Everything you need to know about me. <laughs> you really got this coming. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.